0: Hey guys, Kyler back with uh, KB Shorts, episode number three. Yes, KB Shorts, not unedited. So I you know, uh, put out the you know the schedule on Twitter and socials of what I'm going to plan to be doing the next few weeks. Uh, we're going to have KB Shorts this week and next week. And then in a date to be determined, we will have episode 100 um, with a special guest. Um, cannot wait for that, but we're gonna do some KB shorts. I kind of like, you know, diving into a specific thing. It's an uh, international fight week, so I love. We're gonna do uh, uh, this is gonna be KB shorts episode three, UFC two ninety. So it's gonna be all in two ninety with a little bit of a little bit of a, you know, uh, discussion at the end. Um, but we'll get into that here in a minute. Um, and then next week, I think I'm gonna do a list episode where I just rank in some of either my favorite players, what I think top players in the NFL, NBA, and such like that. I'm gonna do a list episode next week or something like that, um, but today's gonna be UFC 290, uh, obviously International Fight Week's a huge week, they love to stack the card, um, it is a stat card, it kind of sucks, a couple fights have late replacements now, we're gonna see Jack Dela Madalena versus Sean Brady, I cannot believe we're not seeing that, uh, Bo Nickel gets a new opponent, not Sean Gore, but a 7-0 no guy, a uh, um that's coming over for his first fight in the UFC. He's 7-0, with 5 knockouts, so we'll see. I, I mean I still bone nickel probably by you know easy win, but you know. Uh but you know, it's still a really good card. You know, you got, you know, we're gonna get into preview it here in a minute. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna preview the card, then we're gonna take a look at the odds, and then we're gonna get into our fan fight picks. Only got, uh, Christian didn't send his in yet, my cousin, so I'll obviously have his before the fights, but I got mine, my brother, and my dad. And then at the very end of KB Shorts. Uh, I'm going to do the six fights that I'm looking forward to the most post UFC 290 that are booked. So fights that are booked, not ones that I, you know, think that will be booked. Ones that are booked right now, my six that I'm, uh, most looking forward to. Um, but yeah, so again, we will, uh, here, oh, I'll be the fan fight picks. Let's preview the card first. Again, these are going to run about 15, anywhere from 15 to 25 minutes. Uh, it's just one specific topic. Um, this is the third episode. What were the other episodes? sorry uh d- my draft show which was a really good episode and then March Madness you know so I don't do these often but when I think something needs to be talked about separately I like doing it and uh you know we'll probably you know we'll do something like this when it gets closer to the in- uh, NFL season where I do an NFL preview breaking down you know awards standings what I think's going to happen in the season uh we'll do something like that there um so let's get into it let's preview the card um so we're picking from eight fights, three on the prelims, all five main card fights. We'll start out with Jimmy Crute, Alonzo Menafield, on the prelims. So this is a rematch. Um, their last fight um, took place. When did that take place? Uh, in Perth, Australia, February 12th. It was a brutal fight, especially for Crute. Really, Menafield won. Uh, you know, he was... I, even... You know there was one round you you know crew probably won so I mean Menafield without the, he got a deducted point in round three for grabbing the fence that made it a draw Menifee was the better fighter on the night though, and I love Jimmy Crew and it, you know it really, it really uh he's he's fallen off a little you know his last couple it's just been weird you know he TKO'd against Anthony Smith and TKO'd quickly against Jamal Hill and then you know the Anthony Smith one was the leg. But then the Menafield fight was brutal. He looked real slow and sluggish. Tough fight for Krupp. Menafield's a tough, tough competitor. Um, I'll get my picks, obviously, when it comes to it. But, you know, I haven't even checked the odds. So I would guess, though, that Menafield is the favorite. You know, he's he came off two straight TKO, first-round knockout wins over Askar uh, Mozorov and uh, Misha Shurkinov. Two straight KO wins for him. He's won four out of his last five up until that draw. Menafields looked better, in my opinion. So, you know, that'll be interesting to see. You know, probably going to be... If Jimmy wants to get this to the ground, for sure. He doesn't want to stand there and take those uh, blows from Menafield, But that should be an action fight. Next one we're doing. Jack Daly, Madalena versus Josiah Harrell. Again, this was supposed to be... Who can take that... You know, can Sean Brady re, uh, re-step in... To the elite after he lost to Bilal can Jack De La Madalena get into the elite now it's a you know Josiah here I'm sure Jack Taylor Madalena is a massive favorite I'm sure that you know this kind of hurts for De La Madalena it's like you know what if he goes in there and loses that's massive what if he goes in there and you know wins by it's kind of a you know decision he let Josiah Hayne around it sucks for Madalena for sure I think he was going to beat Sean Brady uh I don't know much about Josiah Harrell. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, he's a late replacement. I mean, this should be all day, Maddalena all day. It would be my guess. And the main event of the prelims: Robbie Lawler and his retirement fight against Nico Price. Now, again, you want to talk about a slug, a true old-fashioned slugfest? You're going to get it. Um, Nico Price is, you know, he's always in, he's always in wars, man. Uh, He got got finished by Philip Rowe in his last fight. Before that, he beat Alex Cowboy Pereira by decision. Uh, He lost to Marcel Pereira. Had a no contest. Um, I mean, ridiculous no contest. Uh, It would have been a draw anyway against Donald Cerrone, uh, but he tested positive for THC, so it became a no contest. Just ridiculous. Uh, Vicente Luque was a war. He, uh, the upkick knockout of James Vick got knocked out by Jeff Neal, but then he knocked out Tim Means before that. He knocked out Randy Brown. He's just in—he's just in action-packed fights. I can't—I can't. I can't uh, it's not this fight won't be for the faint of heart. Uh, this is going to be. And if Lawler isn't, you know, and honestly though, if Lawler isn't ready to go, he's going to mean Lawler's lost six of fucking hell. He's lost five of five of five of six, huh? And his only wins against Nick Diaz. Oh boy. Yeah, you know, it could get tougher, Lawler. Um, But I expect it to be a war and an outstanding, fun fight. Uh, Bo Nickel, the wrestling phenom, Bo Nickel. What is he? 4-0 in MMA, I believe. Yeah, uh, he won on Jorge Masvidal's uh, FC by KO with punches. He won by two submissions in uh, round one on Dana White's contender series and then won again by submission arm triangle over Jimmy Pickett. He has not gone past 2 minutes and 54 seconds. In a fight. In round one. He had a 33 second knockout. Minute two submission. 52 second submission. 254 submission. Yeah. Uh, again, this guy's 7-0 with five knockouts. But I just, you know, I was, looking, I was looking through his uh his page and looking to see. And it's just like, I just don't see this still going well. I I don't know if this guy's better than Treshawn Gore or not. I honestly don't know. I don't care though. I I It should go one way traffic. Bo Nickel. um, But props to Woodburn. Uh, Val Woodburn. Shout out to him for sure. Like... uh. It's a dangerous sport, and for you to take this opportunity um, to open up the pay per view, this is a huge moment for this guy. He can come in there and shock the goddamn world. I'm sure he's the biggest underdog on the card. I'm sure he is. Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker, I mean, great fight. In my opinion, a tough fight for Dan, but it's always a tough fight if you're fighting Dan, too. Uh, you know, Dan it's been a rude run. You know, after he went, you know, he beat James Vick, Ally Quinta, and Paul Felder. He then lost to Poirier in what was a war. He got knocked out by Michael Chandler. He beat Hawk Paras, but then he lost to Islam. No, no shame there. Lost to Arnold Allen when he went to featherweight, which was terrible. And in his last fight, he looked really good against uh, Claudio Puleles. Um Got a TKO body kick in, in uh, round two. A tough fight, though. Jalen Turner coming off, in my opinion, a, I would call it a controversial loss, right? Is the last one, yeah, the last one's Gamrot. It was close. I thought he won personally, but before that, he was on a roll, man. uh uh, Josh, uh Joshua uh, Kulabal, TKO, round two. uh Brock Weaver, submission, round two. Uros Medic, submission, round two. Jamie Marlurkey, TKO, round two. Brad Burdell, submission, round one, 45 seconds, and the split decision with Gamrot. I think this is when Jalen Turner gets that signature win though in my opinion. But I it's gonna be a great fight. I cannot wait for that fight. Robert Whitaker, Dracous plus C's with you know with UFC said, winner gets a title shot. Okay? So we further let me grab a drink real quick. Winner gets a title shot. But again, I have a hard time fully believing that. Uh, so you know ever since he came to the UFC, um Marcus Perez KO Trevin Giles, KO, Brad Tavares' decision, submission of Darren Till, T- his TKO of uh, Derek Brunson. Um, Duplass, he's good. I worry about the gas tank in this fight. It is only three rounds, but with a guy like Whitaker, man, it's going to be tough, tough, tough. Whitaker is unbelievably good. You know, Let's just go through Whitaker. Since the move to middleweight, Okay, he hasn't lost to a single guy That's not named Israel Adesanya. He has only lost to Israel Adesanya. Go through it. Since middleweight. Clint Hester, TKO. Brad Tavares, KO. Uriah Hall, decision. Rafael Natal, decision. Derek Brunson, KO. Jacare Souza KO. Brunson, decision. Brunson's or no. Yolo Romero, deci- unanimous decision. Yolo Romero, split decision. <coughs> Thought he lost that one. Then he was knocked out by Izzy. Darren Till, decision. Ken decision. Gaslam, decision. Lost by decision to Israel in a closer fight. And then beat Vittori. He's beaten everybody besides Izzy. It's so tough for me to think that uh, Duplass sees right now that he could get it done. I think it's got to be something where he lands something freakish that Whitaker didn't see coming. He knocks him out. He's not going to win a decision. There's only one guy, in my opinion, that can outpoint Robert Whitaker in the middleweight division. That's Israel Adesanya. And the reason why I said I don't fully believe what they said, that the winner gets the title shot, because I do think that there is a chance that if Whitaker wins, who's fought Izzy twice, that they could give the title shot to Sean Strickland, who, yes, is only, I think, won one fight, right? I think he's only won one, maybe two in a row. Um, but he's new he's new blood. He hasn't fought Izzy. That will be interesting. Moreno-Pantoja, two, Great fight. Um, so... When did they fight the first time they fought in 2018, uh, over in Chile. He won a decision unanimous over Moreno. Um, then he, you know, he beat, uh, uh Sasaski via submission. He, uh, TKO Wilson race. He then lost to Figueiredo KO'd Matt Chanel. um, Lost to Ascarov, but since then, three unbelievable wins in this division. Manuel Kopp decision, Brandon Royval submission, and Alex Perez submission. He's on a tear. He's a stud. This is going to be exciting. I think this has Fight of the Night written all over it, in my opinion. Brandon Moreno, your undisputed um, flyweight champion. So let's just look at Moreno. What He got cut, but didn't he? When did he get cut? Well, he didn't have much of a break between when he... Okay, here we go. He did. He got cut. So... He got he on the Pantoja loss, he got cut. And then he uh went into LFA TKO'd a guy. They signed him back. He had a draw with Alex Serov in his first fight back, which is wild. Then he beat Car France via decision, beat Formiga via decision, beat Roy Val by TKO, had a draw with Figueroa, then submitted him, then had a <laughs> loss to Figueroa via decision in their third fight. Then for the interim title, he knocked out Kai Car France, and then he uh Dr. Stoppage closed the eye figure in their fourth fight. This fight's gonna be absolutely batshit crazy. I cannot wait for it. Yair Rodriguez taking on Alexander Volkanovsky, in my opinion, the pound pound number one fighter in the world. Uh so yeah, you know, uh coming into the UFC, um he uh on the Ultimate Fighter Latin, he won the tournament. Then he beat Charles Rosa. He beat Dan Hooker, which I was in 2015. He beat Andre Feely, Alex Casares, and they gave him an old BJ pin, which was just disrespectful. Then he got a real test. The guy that was still up in the elite, high-ranked, Frankie Edgar and Frankie beat the brakes off of him. He then came back. um, What This would be, wow. About a year later, uh, knocked out Korean Zombie with that wild, wild uh, spinning elbow. And then he had the no contest with... uh, Jeremy Stevens, which was sad. Mexico City main event of a fight night. Yeah, that was, was a huge night for him. And then he poked he poked uh, Stevens in the eye, unable to continue as a no contest. Then he beat Jeremy Stevens when they rematched in Boston. Um, Max Holloway, he fought great fight. I thought he won the first two rounds. I thought Holloway closed the last three. Um, then he beat Ortega, and then he you know beautiful win over Josh Emmett to win the interim title. Now here he is against the pound for pound number one. Alexander uh, Volkanovski, where's his record? Here we go, Mixed Martial Arts record. So yeah, Volkanovski, since entering the UFC. Casa TKO round two. Then he beat Hirota, then he beat Shang Young, then he beat Jeremy Kennedy, then Darren Elkins, then he knocked out Chad Mendes, then he beat Aldo, then he beat Holloway twice, then he beat Ortega, then he beat Korean Zombie, then he beat Holloway again, and then he, in my opinion, beat Islam Makachev, but obviously lost that one and when he moved up in a weight class. Um th- this fight's going to be incredible. I cannot wait. And uh let's move over to the odds now. So let's start with the uh, we'll start with the bottom croute. What? So I'll go off FanDuel. Croute is the minus 120 favorite to Menafield's -106. So virtually a pick, but man, I thought I thought Menafield be like -150, minus -160 minus after the last fight. Yeah, Jack Dela Madalena, minus -1100. That's not shocking. He is the second biggest favorite on the card. Um, Robbie Lawler is plus 215 to Nico is minus, or plus 220 to Nico Price 295. That's fair. Bo Nickel. This is Treshawn Gore. Okay, so they don't have the updated one yet. So, and I'm guessing it's still going to be high though. It's going to be around that minus 1600. Uh, Jalen Turner is minus 245 against Dan Hooker's plus 186. I don't like how wide those odds are. But I do think Jalen Turner should be the favorite. Whitaker, he's going to be tied for the third biggest favorite on the card. Minus 400 to Duplassies, plus 285. Moreno is minus 200 against Pantoja's, plus 154. That's interesting. And then Volk, minus 400 to Yair's, plus 285, which, you know, I can agree with. So let's get into the, uh, the picks. Fan fight picks. We'll go fight by fight. So, Croot Menafield. Uh, me and my dad both have Jimmy Croot via decision. My brother has Menafield via round two KO, TKO. I know what I talked about, but I pick with my heart. I love Jimmy Croot uh, on the picks. These fan fight picks, I pick with my heart a lot. So, you know, I wouldn't take the, you know, because I might be throwing a bet down on Menafield. Let's just be honest. So, Josiah Harrell versus uh, De La Madalena. My dad's going for the upset with Josiah Harrell. Me and my brother are taking uh, De La Madalena. I'm going submission round one. He's going TKO round one. Nico Price, Robbie Lawler, uh, we're all taking Price. My dad's going Decision. My brother's going round one knockout, uh, KO slash TKO, and then I'm going round two, KO slash TKO. Bo Nickel, we all have round one submission. (laughs) Jalen Turner versus uh, Dan Hooker, they both have gone for Hooker. My dad's going round two, KO slash TKO. My brother's going Decision. I'm going Jalen Turner via round two, KO slash TKO. Whitaker Duplassese, my dad's going Whitaker Decision. My brother's going Whitaker round 2 KO slash TKO, and I'm going Whitaker round 3 KO slash TKO. I think uh, Duplessis' gas is late, and Whitaker gets him out of there. Moreno, Pantoja, me and my dad both went Moreno decision. My brother's actually going Pantoja round 4 sub, which I don't mind the pick. I do think Pantoja could win this fight. I think minus 200 is actually a little wide of a favorite, in my opinion. And the main event, we are all going Volk. My brother did round 2 KO slash TKO. Me and my dad did round 4 KO slash TKO. All right, so to end this KB Shorts, I'm going to go through the, the six fights that I'm looking forward to most post-UFC 290, and these are booked fights. Number six for me, Corey Sandhagen versus Umar Nurmagomedov. I mean, Corey Sandhagen, he's ranked four. This guy's ranked 10, and, and Umar is a just the boogeyman, just a nightmare. Corey Sandhagen is a bad motherfucker for taking this fight. It's not smart, but my God, he's a badass. I cannot wait for that fight. That's on August 5th, main event of a fight night. Number five, uh, Menom Firo versus Rose Namajunas on September 2nd in France, I believe. there will be the co-main event to Gan and uh, Spivak. Um, I love watching Rose fight. You know, obviously the last one wasn't great which she had the complete dub with Asparza. This is a challenge, though. Firo is good. Um, and this is a challenge for Rose. And I can't wait to see if she steps up to the challenge. I believe she will. I think it'll be an exciting fight, and I can't wait for it. September 2nd again in France. Uh, number four, Jan Blahovic, Alex Pereira, July 29th, because how can you not get inside get excited for an Alex Pereira fight? Uh guy's just a absolute He's just an absolute combatant. He just marches forward. He's a warrior, he just marches forward, and Blahovic has so much power. I just can't wait to see how that plays out. Could be boring potentially. Blahovic could just wrestle him to death. It's very possible. Three, Shavkat Rachmanov, Kelvin, Gaslam. September sixteenth, co-main event of a fight night. I this is this is going to be bonkers because I think Jeff Neal showed a little bit of when if you can draw Shavkat into that type of fight, that war type of fight that you can hit him and Gaslam can crack. I can't wait for this. This is a good test for Shavkat. I think Kelvin is better than Jeff Neal. He just fought at one eighty five for a while. Now he's he's getting his he's getting his shit together, moving back down to his natural weight, and I cannot wait. Number two. Aljamain and Sean O'Malley August 19th obviously Sean O'Malley one of my favorite fighters so I can't wait hopefully he gets that belt excited for that fight it's a huge fight massive fight uh for the undisputed bantamweight title that'll be August 19th in Boston and then number one's easy this I, I if looking forward to a fight not like because I mean I could have put O'Malley one because he's my favorite fighter and I and honestly if if I'm going off ex, you know just the thrill of a war you probably have Shavka and Gassum over that as well Number one that's book should be everybody's one they're looking forward to most. I understand. I hate that the BMF title is attached to it. But Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, too, is going to be fucking wild. Just wild. They're going to take years off each other's life in that fight. That's July 29th. That's three weeks from Saturday up in Utah. The rematch, again, for the Toys Toys R S BMF title. But put the BMF title aside, that is... Uh, poof, that's a great, great, great fight. Um, the best fight that's booked right now, in my opinion, is that one. It's the best fight that's booked easily, um, and I cannot wait for it. But again, KB Shorts today, and then there's going to be a KB Shorts early next week, and then we'll have it hopefully hopefully by you know Wednesday of next week. We'll have the date for episode 100, which I'm excited for, excited for the guests to come on. I'm going to be doing other stuff as well. I'm on social media. I want, you know, getting questions from, you know, people, you know, friends and people that uh, listen to the podcast, ask them, you know, put out, hey, send questions in. I'll answer them on episode 100. I cannot wait for it. I'm super excited. But again, turn, you know, I know not everyone that, you know, watches or watches, listens to my podcast is a, you know, a giant MMA fan or a UFC fan, but this card's worth it. This card is stacked top to bottom, eight great fights. Tune in, UFC 290, this this Saturday, July 8th, live on ESPN Pay-Per-View. Not a sponsor, by the way, but hey, ring. Ring the phone. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with uh, another KB Shorts, and hopefully we'll have more out on episode 100. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.